Hello, and welcome to Talk to Tay Tuesdays. As always, thank you for spending five to seven minutes of your week with me, unless we have guests. And friends, speaking of guests, next week we're going to have on a very, very special guest. I know you're going to love this person. You know, people have called me Forrest Gump, but this is my Forrest Gump. This person, they are an entrepreneur. They have faced tragedy and bounced back. They're going to tell your kids and you uh, just their advice on life. Uh, they're, they're very funny. They're hysterical. You're going to enjoy this guest. So please make sure that you tune in next Tuesday for our podcast. I'm promising you're going to enjoy the person we're going to have on. Have I steered you, have I steered you wrong with any guests yet? Trust me, you're going to like this person. So, friends, my sister Crystal, um, I've known her her whole life, <laughs> my younger sister. Uh, she has never really been a person that celebrated celebrities. Um, you know, she's never been, I've never noticed that she ever has been like, oh, I really am excited. Oh, I want to meet this person, right? That's never been her thing. However, there is one person that I know she admires and that she would probably love to meet. I know she would love to meet this person. And that is Oprah Winfrey. You know, friends, in fact, a few years ago, my family did everything. We contacted people uh, that we knew to hopefully arrange or, or, or fly Chris Rock to Chicago to go to Oprah's show and hopefully actually meet Oprah. It didn't happen, but we made every effort to do that because we knew that was one celebrity that uh, she would appreciate sitting down and just meeting. Um, so friends, the interesting thing about Oprah Winfrey is that um, from 1987, when her show first premiered up until today, she has interviewed more than 37,000 people, you know, on her Oprah Winfrey show. She has a show, Super Soul Sundays, 37,000 interviews. And she has talked to celebrities such as Michael Jackson, uh, politicians such as uh, President Obama. She's spoken with inmates. And she's also conversed just with your average Joe, you know, and and she has says that there has been one commonality that she has noticed among her thousands of guests, no matter what their place in life or their situation. The one thing that she notices is that everyone that she has met, they want to make sure that they have been seen and heard. Um, And she noticed that after almost every interview and I'm going to quote her she said quote after every interview you know what they would say all of them asked was that okay how was it how did I do in one form of another someone always asked that of me end quote so you know friends uh it's my belief that in our daily encounters regardless if it's in your kitchen or in your conference room at work, or in any of, your, any of your relationships, I believe that every person we encounter, they want to know, do you see me? Do you hear me? Do you appreciate the things that I do? And more importantly, do you appreciate what I'm actually about? My friend Gene tells me that all the time, Tate, I want people to know what I'm actually about. You know, and this goes beyond you saying thank you. It goes beyond that. It's more about affirmation of the things a person does. 
So we need to do a quick uh, a quick English lesson here. We need to define the difference between saying thank you and affirming you. You see, because in, in law school, we have to always go back and break down every element to understand the true meaning of what we're presenting to the jury. So here's my explanation. The majority of the time, we say thank you for something someone does for us. You know, thank you for being so given. Thank you for being a, for this, for being a person. That's when we say thank you, which is different than affirming. We affirm people when we say stuff like, you know what? I appreciate the person of service that you are. It has nothing to do with me. I appreciate the person of service that you are. Let me give you another example, right? So the other day, my girl Tracy said, Tate, I'm going to take my staff breakfast. She does this all the time. Uh, that has nothing to do with Tate. I don't benefit from that in any shape or form. However, I like what she was doing. And I said, whoa, Tracy, that is way cool. And I felt good. I actually felt good what she was doing for someone else. My boy Gene, who came on the podcast previously, told you about him giving his shoes and a belt to a young man. Tate did not benefit from that in any manner. However, I'm still moved by that story to this day. You know, the truth is, friends, Oprah's guests, they already know that they are at the top of their profession. Beyonce got applause for being on the show. Obama got applause for being on the show. However, at the end, they still want to know, was that okay? Friends, let me ask you a question and be honest with yourself. Has uh, any of your kids ever come back to you, uh, even after you stated that you were proud of an accomplishment, and they said, Mom, Dad, was that really good? They wanted you to affirm them beyond the deed. Okay, so let's go a little personal. Husband or wives, has your significant other ever come back to you after, let's say, you've made dinner or you washed the car or whatever it was, and you thanked them? You said, thank you. And later on in that evening, uh, at a quiet moment, they go, um, was dinner actually okay? You know, what? was the, your car clean enough? Was it okay? Um, that is because they need affirmation. Yes, friends, again, saying thank you is super important when someone does something for you. But what is even better is when a person is just maxing, not, they're not doing anything, right? They're just maxing. And you walk, to, you walk up to them and you say something like, you know what? Everything you do and everything you stand for, you do it so well and I appreciate you. That's when they'll know that you see them. So friends, this week's words come from a song written by George Gershwin and Ira Gershwin. Um, it's one of their most popular songs ever written. And it was made popular by uh, the duet of Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Armstrong and a version done by Frank Sinatra. And the words go, the way you wear your hat, the way you sip your tea, the memory of all that, no, they can't take that away from me. The way your smile just beams, the way you sing off key, the way you haunt my dreams, no, they can't take that away from me. We may never 
ever meet again on this bumpy road of life. Still, I'll always, always keep the memory of the way you, friends, I'll see you next Tuesday.